Welcome witches to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elaine Evergreen, a practicing witch of over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. As tomorrow, February 1st, is the official start of Imolk, this week's episode is all about Imolk and its celebrations and traditions. One of the eight Sabbaths for modern Wiccans and a holiday celebrated by multiple faiths, Imolk, meaning in the belly, is a pagan holiday traditionally celebrated in Neolithic Ireland and Scotland that starts at sundown on February 1st and ends at sundown on February 2nd, marking the midway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. It's a wonderful reminder that spring is coming soon and winter is over in just a few weeks. Imolk dates way back to the pre-Christian era of the British Isles, and its earliest mention can be found in Irish literature from the 10th century, which was connected to the breeding cycle of sheep, as it's typically around when sheep's milk starts. In ancient Ireland, Imolk became the holiday in which the goddess Brigid was worshipped by specific classes of Celts for her association with fertility, poetry, crafts, blacksmithing, keening, prophecy, and motherhood. In tribute to Brigid, during Imolk, people would celebrate by burning lamps and lighting bonfires, and by creating an effigy made of bundles of oats and rushes and an image of her, which were then dressed and placed in a basket to prepare for a visit from her. It used to be one of the four most important festivals in the Celtic calendar due to its significance to agriculture. Eventually, Brigid was adopted by Christianity and rebranded as Saint Brigid, who was also associated with milk and fire but who is portrayed as the daughter of a slave and a chieftain, who is celebrated for her agricultural knowledge and renowned for her charity to the poor and for her powers of healing. Even today, Bridget is still associated with Imolk among modern witches and pagans around the world. Bridget is considered one of the most powerful Celtic gods and was said to be born with a flame in her head and drank the milk of a mystical cow from the spirit world. However, among modern witches these days, Imolk is often celebrated in solitude and is used as a time to reconnect with nature as the world starts to warm up, the days become longer, plants begin to pop up, and the world becomes alive once more, although practitioners may light a bonfire in celebration of Bridget. Additionally, many modern witches also choose to make a Bridget cross and a Bridget doll to celebrate. Now that we've discussed the historical and traditional components of Imolk, how can you celebrate Imolk? There are two main ways you can choose to celebrate Imolk depending on how you typically practice your witchcraft. You can either focus on the deity related to Imolk, Bridget, or you can focus on the seasonal and nature aspect of Imolk and what that means to you. Some wonderful ways that you can celebrate Imolk include decorating your altar with items that represent both winter and spring, or just focusing on items for spring and the anticipation of the end of winter, starting your spring cleaning routine to cleanse the house for the new year, lighting a bonfire, 
Making your own Bridget dolls or crosses. Practicing fertility magic. Hosting a feast. Having any livestock you own blessed. Practicing divination. Making spiced wine. Starting seeds or planning for the garden. Baking or eating something made from dairy. Lighting every lamp in your home or lighting candles. Visiting wells or bodies of fresh water. Donating to charity. And feeding the homeless. If you choose to decorate your altar, some inspiration provided by PaganGrimoire.com includes white, red, or orange items, items representing the sun or fire, woolen items or figures of sheep, citrine, garnet, amber, or sunstone, rigid crosses or dolls, daffodils, snowdrops, and any other spring plant, the triple goddess symbol, or a symbol representing Bridget. Basil, rosemary, myrrh, frankincense, or cinnamon. Food items such as bannocks, butter, milk, pancakes, and cheese. And items that represent femininity and motherhood. For this episode's ritual, I'd love to share this Imolk house-cleansing ritual found on LearnReligions.com. To begin, you'll need the following. A bowl of water, sea salt, a bundle of sage or sweet grass, a blue candle, some blessing oil, rosemary oil, or holy water even, and a bag or a bowl. This ritual is best to do with your loved ones, and it reads, Begin at the front door and go through the house in a clockwise direction. Ask others to help you by smudging the perimeter of each room with the salt, sage, candle flame, and water. You may wish to say some sort of incantation as they do this, something like, With the purifying power of water, with the clean breath of air, with the passionate heat of fire, with the grounding energy of earth, we cleanse this space. As you pass from room to room, anoint each door and windowsill with your blessing oil by tracing the shape of a pentagram or other symbol of your tradition. This prevents any negative energy from crossing into the home. If you like, you can offer a small incantation as you do this, something like, May the goddess bless this home, making it sacred and pure, so that nothing but love and joy shall enter through this door. Finally, once you've gone through the house, ask each of your guests to provide a token of blessing to place into your bowl or bag. Keep it in a place of honor in your home, on the mantle, or in your kitchen is a good idea. Gather around the dinner table and enjoy a feast with your loved ones. And that's it! I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice when it comes to celebrating a milk. If you'd like to support this podcast and creating more content, 
consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash elaineevergreen and gain access to loads of additional content or make a one-time donation to my Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com slash elaineevergreen. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraftA2Z. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources I may have used during the research for this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe where you listen to podcasts and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches!